Today is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Page Dow Show. Episode 17, probably. Let's take a listen. All right, well, I guess let's go ahead and start the show. We got a special one for you this week, folks. We've been joined by a special guest, Easy and Crypto.eth, who is uh, the only person besides myself that has been doing the Page Dow thing since day one. Uh, so, so special, yeah, whippy <laughs> special guest. Um, I myself am Epic Dylan. Uh, my name is Dylan. I go by Epic Dylan online. Um, and basically, what I care about is publishing. Uh, I, I was a, an analytic philosopher, and I've been a writer for years. And it's, it's hard to make uh, make one's way in the world in this particular way. Um, so, what PageDAO is about is creating a better way for writers via Web three. And we do this in a permissionless way. We do this in an open source way. So, so we're very, very proud of this. Um, this show is going to be a very, very special one because we've got a lot of different open source content. Uh, but I have two co-hosts, Rihanna Morgan and CD Vagabond. Um, and we need to get some introductions here, folks. Uh, Rihanna, would you like to go first? Oh, are we having audio problems? I was wondering the same. You know, earlier um, she was talking on a space we had, and, and I couldn't hear her, and I thought it was my location, but um, there may be a problem with her phone. I certainly hope. Okay, that. well, while she, while she reconnects, I'll introduce myself. I am C.D. Demetrio, uh, Vagabond Magazine, and I'm uh, just a lover of publishing, writing, creativity in general, and um, hello, hello. Web3 technology. There you are. Welcome back. Now we hear you. All right, um, Rihanna, the floor is yours. Would you like to give us your brief intro for the day? Oh, no. Sounds like uh, another audio problem. Death to audio problems, everybody. Death to audio problems. We're not fans of uh, technical difficulties here at the page Uh But we do sometimes have to roll in the face of adversity. Um, so, so this week will be, I guess, an interesting show. I guess maybe... Uh, I, I don't know. Hopefully we'll get Riona back and, and she'll be able to uh, introduce herself and, and participate in the show today. Um, if, if there's some kind of phone problem or something, we, we can go ahead and, and record. Um, we do have special guest Easy in Crypto. Uh, we have a number of, uh, of various different page DAO updates. And we have some special features for y'all in the form of um, Vagabond Magazine, The Seven Love Stories, Web3 Writers Hour, Roving with, Roving with Rihanna, and of course, our Lit NFT of the Week segment, in addition to, uh, you know, just the somewhat drier uh, page DAO updates um, that involve technology and other uh, related subjects that can sometimes be somewhat complex. Um, I'm inviting Rihanna back to the stage here. Let's give this one more shot, folks. 
Yeah, so so it looks like um, we have unmuted, but but we're we're not hearing anything, Rihanna. Unfortunately, we heard you briefly when you said hello, hello, um, the last time you popped in, but nothing now. Yeah, almost looked like can, we had you for a second. Yeah, maybe we can troubleshoot that somehow. Oh, I heard something. I'm not hearing anything anymore. Okay, well, CD, what do you think? Should should we just go ahead and jump into it and uh, and come back a little bit later and and hopefully have the the technical issues addressed, or should we I just really start only, from from the beginning? And the only thing we can do is carry on. So we'll carry on, and hopefully um, it'll get worked out. And because um, it's always good to have Brianna up here. Hello, hello, everyone. There we go. I heard that. But I'm not hearing. Wouldn't it be more? terrible if this if this was the day we found out that Riona was actually an advanced AI, and all all along she, she's been a, an AI just fooling us into thinking that she's this this human being. A really it good, would be good human being, a good AI. Yeah, it would be slightly terrible, but then we could use that force, um, uh, you know, uh, harness that power because you know. Rihanna's got such great energy and just, you know, so much talent um, that if it was a secret AI, uh, I think we could capitalize on that. So either way, we're stoked to have her with us. Hopefully, um, she'll be able to jump back on and join. Uh, Definitely, I agree with Dylan. That's the audio problem. Yeah, I want to say that like she has totally passed the Turing test. Like I am, uh, <laughs> I am completely convinced that Rihanna Morgan is an actual person. So if it turns out that she's an AI, I will be stunned. <laughs> but, but yeah, or they have learned how to uh, kind of get more empathy into the AI. A lot more empathy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and a voice and, and, you know, consistent behavior and dedication and, uh, you know, the ability to publish books with Simon and Schuster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, yeah, let's see. Uh, So so we do have some updates for y'all. I I can probably just go ahead and pop in and and kind of drop some of those. Um, The the biggest one is is probably the last night I I was on a call with uh, the, the Arbitrum head of partnerships. And we basically have a co-marketing partner there. And what co-marketing is, is like kind of a way for DAOs to work together that doesn't really involve money changing hands. Um, Given the luck that we've had with things like grant funding programs and other kind of funding uh, oriented uh, little setups, um, I would say that it is very, very um, auspicious uh, to me that, that Arbitrum does not offer anything like uh, like grants. And, and so the thing that's nice about that is that, you know, one, we, we don't have to do a bunch of paperwork. Um, and two, uh, you know, they're, they're not, you know, trying to pretend that something's going on. They're not trying to put one over on us or anything. Um, and, and so so we can trust them in some sense because they're a strong community. And the people that are building on Arbitrum are building there because they want to be part of that community and also because it's open source permissionless Ethereum technology that it doesn't cost as much as mainnet. Um, so, so really, really good stuff there. Um, CD, easy. Have you guys worked with Arbitrum yet? Have you all had the pleasure? Not yet for myself, um, but I'm definitely excited to learn more about it. Uh, CD, you got your uh, feet wet over in Arbitrum? You know, I've uh, I've 
played with Arbitrum a little bit, but I, I haven't done much with them, actually. Um, I just like the fact that it exists. I, I love all these layer twos and um, the way that they're basically pushing the space forward, sometimes in ways that, you know, Ethereum isn't able to just because of the foundation and everything else. So I'm excited about this partnership. It's really cool. Tell us more about it, Dylan. Well, um, yeah, so, so basically the idea is that they think we're cool and we think they're cool. Um, and so, so we're going to be friends. And I've already bridged the page token over. It took about 15 minutes. It was totally permissionless, uh, which is amazing because, you know, even optimism, uh, there, there is uh, some sort of something that you have to do. You can't just click a button and make it happen. Um, and, and for what it's worth, uh, my favorite technologies are all just things that I can go play with. You know, uh, I'm a big advocate of free open source software, and I really like permissionlessness. Um, and, and I think that, you know, to some extent, gatekeeping is a poor form of discipline because it slows down innovation. And, and so if you look at the PageDial membership card, uh, NFT and the way that that allows somebody to access the the readme books NFT book mentor um, you know you you just go and you you buy the thing and then you can do the thing and and so any sort of I guess uh, we haven't really had bad actors or anything yet but but if there was that sort of thing the way that we would control for it is by probably burning somebody's membership NFT and possibly burning NFTs that they minted with it um, to the Read Me Books collection, because that's like the official PageDAO collection. It's just an alpha project um, at this point, so it's probably not surprising that we haven't really had to deal with that. Um, but I think there are a lot of projects out there um, that see the potential for people to come in and do things that they're not supposed to do. And they try to control for that by like making people apply or making people get permission somehow, you know, and and... I, I just really prefer this uh, forgiveness instead of permission sort of model, you know, just come in and build the thing. You know, if there's a problem with it, we'll deal with it down the line uh, because most people are going to have good intentions and then we can be optimistic about that. <laughs> Ironically enough. Um, I, I think it's funny that, that optimism is uh, permission to, to bring your ERC 20 token over from Ethereum mainnet. Um, but, you know, uh, that, that being said, I'm, I'm a big fan of the model of Arbitrum. I haven't played with it just a ton beyond sending the page token over. Although um, we do have friends at Questions who recently have deployed not only to Arbitrum, but also to Optimism uh, with their Questions uh, NFT project. And, and so basically you can get your, your Questions NFT and you can have that be on Optimism, Arbitrum or Polygon at this point. Uh, which, you know, very good for those guys. Um, they're, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, have have y'all been able to go through and, and, and play through the, any of the questions yet? I have not had the chance yet, but I wanted to ask, do we have mentors? Um, are, are any of the readme books or page down mentors functioning on Optimism or Evmos or um, Arbitrum, any of these other chains yet? No, only Polygon, see. Only Polygon for now. Uh, we're we're working towards those other chains. It, it shouldn't be too terribly much longer, but but we still don't have anything to say. Although I do think that maybe the first thing that we market with our co-marketing partner Arbitrum uh, could be something along those lines uh, once it's ready to go. Because you know we we, we kind of need something big to to announce to folks and and kind of drive some traffic that way if we're going to be co-marketing. Yeah, nice. Uh, I was able to do some of the quests and, uh, uh, you know, dive a little bit into the quest chains. Um, looks really cool. Uh, super fun um, to have other options 
uh, to be able to interact with people and uh, get some kind of reward similar to, you know, like a POAP. Uh, but unfortunately, POAP has, has been harder and harder to kind of deal with as, as they got uh, a bunch of money from what was it, Warner Music, I think. Um, and so I've been seeing more people using other uh, other means. There's there's a few other kind of POAPI um, platforms, um, you know, and, and I've got lots of POAPs. I, I, I really enjoyed uh, collecting them. And, you know, there were some great members on the team. Hopefully they either kind of get stuff functioning better uh, or, you know, yeah, we're, we're starting to see the adoption of, of more things. So I think it's healthy to have, uh, you know, these other options out there. Um, for, you know, these type of attendance tokens or rewards for, uh, you know, completing a quest or participating in an event. Um, so it's all really, really fun stuff. Oh, yeah. There's only one Po app that I have that, I, that was not fun to get. And, and it was fun at the time. It's just not fun anymore. <laughs> no, that's the IRL Po app that I got from, from actually meeting uh, Patricio in real life. He, he just kind of stuck this thing on my jacket. And it's there still today. <laughs> I think it'll be nice. for the rest of that jacket's life. And so I walk around and people are like, what's a Po app? <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I got one of those also from Patricio a couple of years ago in NFT NYC. And yeah, it's still on that jacket. It's like uh, every once in a while, I'll bust it out at like a conference or something. But uh, yeah, that one is a, is a super memorable one for me. Uh, and just fun. it was fun meeting him and, and hanging out for a bit. But yeah, and then... So we have Minter on um, Poly. Uh, we've got stuff mentioned on ETH. And didn't you mint something on Wax back in the day, Dylan? Because I just the reason it popped into my head was I saw something, some headline about Wax, uh, like this morning or yesterday. And I was like, oh, yeah, Wax, man. It's been a while since I went and checked out what's happening over there. Yeah, I have a couple of heard. Return of Satire on, on Wax. I have a couple of your books on Wax, Dylan. But I don't know. Did you guys use a mentor for that, or did you did you mint it old school? Old school. So it's a it's a cover image and an IPFS hash. Um, let's see, uh, Rihanna. Can can you speak now? I can. Whippy, we hear you. Oh my gosh! I was literally. I'm like. I think I'm gonna cry. These are my favorite people, and I can't hear them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, don't cry. Don't cry. Maybe introduce yourself instead of crying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. I'm Rihanna Morgan. I am a Web3 author, and I am so excited to be here with you, like way more excited than I am under normal circumstances, because I can hear you and talk to you and do this with you. All right. I have to, I have to ask, Rihanna, are you an AI? Am I an AI? Mm -hmm. Me, myself? No, I'm a real person. <laughs> yeah, that proves it. Way too natural. <laughs> there, there was a little bit of speculation after the audio problems earlier. And, and I guess what? the fact that none of us have met in real life is, is kind of fueling oh. some of that. But I, I, I was the first to say, Rihanna, that, that if you were an artificial intelligence, you passed the Turing test because I'm completely convinced you're a real person. <laughs> I am a real person. <laughs> I am a real person. I love chocolate and Diet Coke. and <laughs> right on. A good, a good person. A lover of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so okay, I'm, 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 I'm convinced now, but 
You know, I did have my doubts, Riona, when your your voice faded in and out, just as probably mine is doing right now. And maybe that means that I'm actually the AI. Uh-oh. <laughs> right, well, right. He's an AI. Like, we got serious problems because I've met CD in real life at least once. Oh, man. He's got, like, a pretty compelling, like, robot body that he goes around <laughs> I definitely could have designed this robot body better. That's for sure. <laughs> there was there was a uh, a conspiracy way back in the old days. I'm sure, Dylan, you remember. Of uh, we we couldn't tell if Rizzle was a bot at first on scent because he wasn't posting in the early days. He was just seed in and like he was always the first to get there. And we were literally like real conversations. Is Rizzle a bot? And then, of course, now he's, you know, one of our uh, our uh, heroes in the space, just keeping it real out on the Twitterverse. Keeping it Rizzle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I remember those days. He, he was a freak. I can't believe how fast he was. He, he like, single-handedly brought me into the Web3 space. But I, I don't know if he gets enough credit for that, but uh, your boy here probably not would have... Uh, or would not have uh, stuck to the space the way that he did without that support from uh, from Rizzle, from Matthew, from Cam. You know, shout out to the team. It's Absolutely. Sick. Yep. There's a there's a bunch of us sticking that are here. You know, still uh, trucking away day by day because of those um, incredible relationships that were formed uh, for myself the first time I had really formed like real friendships. Um, through like a quote unquote social media type. Cause I'd never really social media before kind of crypto luckily. So that I never really had that painted experience tied to it or any like, you know, other stuff tied to accounts, political or what, you know, whatever. It just all kind of started with just kind of like crypto and NFTs for me. Um, but yeah, without Matthew and uh, uh, Cam and those guys. Yeah. I don't think I'd be here either. Right on. Well, folks, um, we do have um, some questions that, that we've uh, kind of put together, and and we, we spoke a little bit about it during the, the technical issues, Riona, um, but but I figured I, w- I would like to kick the mic over your direction and, and just let you kind of uh, kind of tell us what, what you thought about the, the question that you were able to complete and, and just what you think about the experience there. So are we talking about... Thank you very much. Are we talking about the test net question? Oh, um, yeah, we do have. Oh, you've done a number of these things, haven't you? So, so you've done <laughs> the onboarding question and you've done the, the, the more advanced uh, test net question for, for the page token staking, haven't you? Well, yeah. we'll start with the onboarding one because that's probably most relevant to our audience. But, but then, yeah, I'll go ahead and announce the, uh, the, the page token staking test net question afterwards. How's, how's that sound? Yeah, that's great. That's great. So I'm pulling up really quick the PageDAO onboarding gauntlet. Um, and so I'm a I'm a huge fan of the, these quest chains. And I've actually had lots of luck, like lots of people who attend the Roving with Rihanna show um, jump in and do it. So it's super fun. Um, and so my experience is that you just follow the link. And it walks you through, the directions walk you through on what to do. And you just, it, it's so 
uh, user friendly and so straightforward. And it's really sort of a, a super fun activity. And so then, yeah, you just go through the PageDAO onboarding and you pop that open and it talks a little bit about PageDAO itself. And and then it says what you do and you go to Discord and you get verified there. And so if it is, if, you know, running around in, in um, Discord and Twitter and things like that are um, sort of second nature at, at a certain point for a lot of people, then this is really just uh, a nice extension of it. It's really fun. Uh, so good to hear. I'm, I'm so glad that, that people like it as much as I do, because I, I saw it and I was like, wait a second. I know the people that made this and I think it's like super cool. And I, you know, like within like 48 hours, we'd gone from like there not being a page out question to having like this onboarding one. And and folks, um, if you're listening at home, in addition to the onboarding question that we had last week that we may not have mentioned, um, we actually now already have uh, a new one with with a, a, a smart contract that, that I have personally been working on. Um, and, and so basically we've got this need uh, to add utility to the page token. And one of the best utilities you can add to your token is staking. Um, and so, so what we've got uh, kind of in our governance in terms of uh, page token allocations that are supposed to start going out soon. Uh, they were supposed to go, go out on January 3rd. It looks like maybe March will be the, the time when they actually start this year. And that's just because we've had some some snags in terms of technology and we, we just haven't quite, uh, I, I don't know. There are a lot of different chains out there, let me just say. And we've painstakingly evaluated pretty much all of them at this point. So so all the different alternatives have now been kind of sized up and, and we're still kind of making the final decision about what goes where and why. Uh, but once we have that, we'll, we'll be, you know, in, in a position to just go ahead and move forward and it'll be smooth and we'll do all the math and everything will be right. Uh, so, so it'll be reliable um, from there. Uh, but basically, if, if you go to the page out onboarding quest chain, uh, you can just go to questchains.xyz slash polygon slash page dash onboarding. And, and the, at the bottom, there is a limited uh, time offer for the page staking rewards incentivized testnet. Um, and basically, you click that and it brings up another quest chain. And right now, uh, this thing is a bit hairy. Um, the, the reason being that we do not have a front end for this staking application. It exists on chain only. And the chain that it exists on is the Gurley, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, Ethereum testnet. So, so basically you go and, and if you help us by going through and, and seeing if you can figure out how to complete these different quests, um, basically you, you collect some page tokens on the testnet, you stake those page tokens into a liquidity pool, the, the balancer offers on the testnet, and then you take the balancer liquidity pool tokens and you stake those into the staking contract. And then once you've staked those into the staking contract, you can collect rewards. And that shows us that the thing works. Um, and, and so basically what we've done is we've decided to offer a 50,000 page uh, prize pool to the folks who go and claim this NFT. Um, so however many folks uh, can, can go and complete this quest and, and complete that, uh, that quest chain uh, by basically going through the steps and doing the, the, the tasks, um, those folks will get to divide up a prize bag of, of page tokens. Um, and so we'll issue those page tokens probably on Ethereum mainnet or Polygon potentially. 
Um, or we might issue them on Arbitrum. It kind of depends on how some things shake out. Uh, but, but that's a really exciting opportunity for, for folks to go participate in the first ever PageDAO incentivized testnet. And I can promise you right now that this will not be the last PageDAO incentivized testnet. That is so cool, man. That is really cool. Like, um, I've been jumping through hoop after hoop after hoop this past week or so. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go and do those tonight. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set that that accountability goal right now. I'm going to go do those quest chains tonight. All right. Hey, so um, I, wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to ask Easy, like, Easy, what was, I, I haven't followed it, but what was the deal with PoApps and Warner Music? I didn't realize that, that um, PoApps had been ruined, essentially, but can you give a quick TLDR for that or TLD something? Yeah, I can. TL something. Um, so yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, uh, I didn't follow it super closely, but I do, uh, know that I'm pretty sure it was Warner music group, uh, that dropped like, I don't know how many tens of millions, maybe like, uh, 10 or 20 million or something, uh, into a uh, pull app. Um, but because of that, usually when you have a, a you know VCs or a, a big Web two company come and throw a bunch of money down, uh, generally it's not like hands off, just we like what you're doing kind of a thing. And so around that time, there was a bunch of kind of you know changes that they were rolling out. And um, I haven't followed super closely, but I know a lot of people that had been using PoApps since the early days. Um, and they basically just started not getting their pull-up. You know, you, you, you fill out the, um, basically you make your image, you know, and you put in whatever little, uh, you know, words you want and how many are available and during what time. And then you submit that. So a lot of the submissions that used to always go through uh, were getting rejected or they'd say, no, we're only giving you 20 because of, uh, you know, for no reason. And usually you have 100 people attend and you give out 100. Or uh, I started sometimes uh, at events, you would go to claim the PO-op and it would be like, you have too many PO-ops, you must be a bot. Um, and so then I'm like a real person that's been collecting PO-ops since the very beginning. And now they're basically, uh, you know, um, if, you've been a, if you've been a PO-op OG, then they are discriminating against you for getting more. Uh, it's just a lot of weird stuff uh, started happening. And I guess now they're trying out paying for PoAP so that you know you <clears throat> avoid some of the bot issues they did have a lot of issues with bots i understand um so yeah in in my view PoAP has gone downhill um and so uh that's why a lot of uh people that i know that had been using it for a long long time are looking for uh other kind of replacement yeah we used Thank to you. use it so much and it's gone now yeah go ahead cd yeah Sorry. Oh, it was like oh the no! Daily I think thing almost. I just appreciate the uh, the rundown because I'd noticed that there were fewer PO apps, and the last couple times that I tried to use them for events and things, I ran into issues, and I was just like, "Ah, it's too much hassle." But I didn't realize it was a wider issue. That's what a bummer, man! Something so cool, um, now you know, not. So hopefully, something will come in and fill that space. Man, it just yeah, it was. I haven't uh, talked to Carolina in so long. Easy, where's Carolina? She's been, uh, I've, I've touched base a, a couple times here and there, um, but she basically like, you know, took some, took some time off, um, you know, kind of focusing on family and, and stuff. Um, and I believe she is 
you know, kind of trying to uh, keep a little bit of, you know, kind of have a, keep a hand in uh, the co-op creation. I know that she still, I think, is helping out with a few um, like Spherical Arts, um, Meet the Artist show um, over in Token Smart. I think she's still doing those ones. Um, or at least she was recently. And uh, the last time I uh, communicated with her probably like a few weeks ago about her possibly making some co-ops for a project. And she was like, yeah, I definitely like to. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not around a lot lately, but so she's, she's, she's out there. She's doing good. Just kind of taking a little breather from the craziness of Web3 and, uh, you know, uh, her, I think her mom actually had gotten sick too. So I think she had been like kind of taking care of her mom and her daughter and stuff, but uh, she seems to be doing all right. Well, that's good. I'm glad she's doing good. Yeah. Oh man. The hectic, hectic web three space. Yeah. We know something about that around here, don't we? <laughs> Indeed. Well, folks, um, so so we've kind of gone through the updates more or less. Um, we, we've kind of talked about the industry a little bit, too, which is, I, th I think, super, super cool. Um, all the best to, to Carolina if she ever hears this. Um, definitely missing those sweet, sweet poaps uh, that she used to make for, for all our events. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of kind of hoping at some point maybe we'll be able to kind of work back towards that direction a little bit. Um, but... I also do love to just, you know, kind of kind of hear about what my co-hosts are up to each week on the show. And, and so, so CD, I, I wanted to kick it back your way and, and see uh, what was shaking at uh, Vagabond Magazine this week. Uh, thanks, Dylan. Um, you know, I am finally breathing. Um, I put these crazy deadlines in place and nobody enforces them except for me. And uh, and I stress out about them worse than if I, I had a, an assignment that was going to either fail or ask me. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I've met the deadline. So the issue is ready. It has been deployed, although we haven't talked about it much um, because officially tomorrow is when the issue comes out. But if you're looking around, you can find it. And we added a new chain for Vagabond Magazine this week. So it's deployed to. First of all, of course, it's deployed to read me books um, and by proxy to IPFS. I also like to put a copy of it on the Internet Archive for posterity, so it's there. I publish um, a flipbook version to Vagabond Magazine, which won't be available until tomorrow. Then we have a Readle edition, which is a flat edition. There's no links in it, but the Readle edition is there as well. Uh, we've published to Kindle books, so you can buy a copy and read it on your Kindle. And this time I put it on Tezos for the first time too. So we actually have it on Tezos as well, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, Tezos is a, is a good platform for PDFs, it turns out. Um, and uh, every time just trying to expand where we distribute, you know, the, the key with a, a magazine that's free to read I believe, and I've published some, you know, some small town newspapers and things that were free to read and free to pick up. And the key to them was wide distribution. So I feel like getting wider distribution across different chains, different places, that's the key. You know, we don't charge people for the magazine. If they want to collect them, there are limited numbers. And that's a good thing to do because I do think Vagabond Magazine at some point is going to be something people are going to pick up and go like, whoa, look what these guys were doing way before anybody else was really publishing periodicals on the on Web3. Um, but 
pretty neat that, that we got all this going on. We've got amazing content in this issue. There's a beautiful Ode to Love by our own Riona Morgan. Um, we've got looking at dating apps uh, that may come to fruition on Web3, Metaverse Weddings. We've got horoscopes focused on love for DGENs in there by Meibel the Mystic, Mystic Ape, and, uh, and so much more. There's just so much in, in this issue that is so fun. And the cover um, is just, you guys probably have seen it, right? right? The cover is amazing. Juicy Jama, the lead artist for the Moonlings Project, he, uh, he came in and did the cover for our love issue. And it is, it's just mind-blowing. It's stunning. I want to get a poster of it and hang it on my wall. You overachiever. <laughs> that, that's amazing stuff. I, I just, I can't believe. So, so tell me, tell me this. Can you tell me how many different places you just published this thing to in Web 3, Web 2, Web 2.5 and elsewhere? How many different outlets are there for Vagabond Magazine this month? So let's see, there's, there's vagabondmagazine.com. Uh, then there's IPFS. There's the Internet Archive. Uh, there's Read Me Books. There's Readle. There's Tezos. And I'm, I'm missing one. Oh, and there's Kindle. So we've got seven outlets bridging Web 1, Web 2, and Web 3. We're not doing a, a printed edition yet, but that may come at some point too. So seven, seven different outlets right now for Vagabond Magazine. Man, nice I'm, work. Yeah, I'm That's, blown away. Is, I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked to hear that you just uh pushed over onto the Tezos blockchain too. Um I, I think Tez is awesome. Uh just a huge amount of great art and a lot of support, a, a strong community. Um have collected stuff over on Tez for quite a while and, and even way back, like interesting things like interactive audio NFTs, just like people are pushing boundaries over there. And uh, often you can get stuff for maybe a, a you know a little bit cheaper. Um, so I'm glad to hear uh, that more uh, literary stuff is popping off over there. And I'm going to have to be uh, checking checking out that aspect of things on Tez. Um, Got to my bags. Right on, right on. Well, moving right along. Yeah. Um, Dylan, what, before, what before we writers are? Oh, sorry. Before Go we ahead. Move on. That's okay. I just want to shout out uh, to Riona, our senior editor at Vagabond Magazine, and also to Crypto Cryptoversal, our books editor, and Quanta, our fashion editor there. Um, we've got an amazing editorial team that is making it possible for me to take the time to do all these other things. And if it was just me doing all of this, um, there would be a lot less getting done. And I am so grateful to you know the whole team who has come there and also to our contributing writers and artists. Um, it's really, it's a team effort. So I just want to shout out and give credit where it's due. Like the team at Vagabond Magazine is spectacular and getting better all the time. So thank you, Dan. Hey, absolutely. And that makes tons of sense. Cause like my, my big question was just, how do you do it? <laughs> so, uh, but, but um, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, switch from your magazine to your show. Uh, how's Web3 Writers Hour? Um, did y'all have a good show today? Today's show was good. Um, so it was fun. Like Edward, one of our co-hosts, um, you know, every, everybody pretty much in the literary NFT space knows Edward uh, H. Carpenter and Edward C. Carpenter, excuse me, H. Carpenter. Yeah, H. Carpenter. And uh, and he uh, he overslept a little bit this morning because he wakes up at 5 a.m. for that show. Can you believe that? that? I mean, that's how dedicated Edward is. He wakes up at 5 a.m. 
to do the show. And uh, he overslept a little bit and Cryptoversal and, and I took the reins and um, and it was fun. You know, we, we went into a couple of dark places today, but uh, Riona came on and, and filled in filled in the gaps where um, where we were sort of like figuratively or, uh, you know, uh, metaphorically looking at each other going, what do we talk about now? And Riona jumped in and saved the day. And then Edward showed up and it was all good. And just when Edward showed up, it was perfect because the leaf blower man started his leaf blower right next to me, which, um, which I, I guess it wasn't too, too bad coming through the mic, but, um, but I was, I think yelling, if you were there on the show today, I apologize for my yelling into the microphone. It was, uh, it had to happen, I suppose. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's always something, isn't it? I'm, uh, I'm sitting in a, a hotel room right now. I, I've been on the road all day, so I was unable to uh, to attend all the different stuff that happened on Twitter earlier. Um, but let's let's kick it over to our uh, our, our other host and 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 just uh, Rihanna. Is your mic still working? It is. It is. Hooray! Yay! And well, so, yeah. let's see, go ahead. Yeah, let's let's hear just a little bit about the Seven Love Stories project. I've I've been very impressed with the execution that we've seen from the team so far, and I think it's amazing to uh, see all the articles and things dropping about the artists. And I mean, it's just a really unique and just crazy awesome project that you've been working on. How's it going this week? Well, it's going so well, so well. I I I, I promise you that I'm going to need about three months off to just sleep. <laughs> when we're finished with all of this. Um, but I want to jump back to uh, Vagabond Magazine really quick and say that I've been involved with so many different magazines over the years and I love Vagabond Magazine and I love being part of it. And I love, like, I would love to, to just be a reader of it, you know, much less being able to be involved in, in the content of it. But it's so wonderful and everybody on the team is so so great to work with and and the energy surrounding it's so much fun and everybody is so positive and kind and uplifting and wonderful that it's just it's it's wonderful and so thank you uh cd for such a lovely place to be um and so then with the seven love stories Gosh, we are working on a new way to build community outside of utilizing Discord because I there's not enough of me to go around to have a Discord place for people to land. And so we're investigating different places outside of Discord for us to have our first community meet up. And so that is new, but I'm not going to tell you where it is yet because we haven't decided. There's like a couple of places or a couple of locations that we're thinking of for this. And so I bet you next week I'll be able to tell you where the community meetup will be. We are finishing this week is the last week of celebrating each individual artist. And then next week we are going to meet the author of the seven love stories. And so that will be fun. We'll get to talk to me a little bit about how all of these stories came about. And then after that, we're going to um, announce our roadmap and where what that looks like and where that's all going. So we're zooming right along. It's so exciting. 
Well, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to meet the author of the seven love stories. And it's so cool to see you guys building a community around this too, because that's one of the things that Web3 lets us do that Web2, uh, you know, never quite delivered on. Really, really cool stuff. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Also love the way Rihanna always kind of has a cliffhanger. Make sure you come back next week because I'm like, oh, wait, what? A Discord alternative for community meetups. But you got to come back next week to find out. So uh, very cool. I mean, Discord is a, a workhorse, but definitely everyone can handle it. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, nice I'm a suspense writer. I am a suspense writer. So always have to have the cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here taking notes. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, so how is uh, how's roving with Rihanna? I wanted to bring that up too. I, I feel like there's there's so many different projects that that we have just among the people that are that are in the in the um, hosting of of the podcast that we almost don't don't quite get around to talking to the special guest about their project. But I mean, it's really important. We we got to hear. I, I missed this week. I can't believe I missed another one. I'm sorry. No, no. Please don't worry about it. Um. So I did a. I, I did. Um, another quest chain for Roving with Rihanna and the secret word um, is in the recording of it. Uh, Terra Spaces came by and, and recorded the Roving with Rihanna show. And so that's there. Today, we talked about illusion references to cultural and historical and mythological things in our own writing. And so that was really fun. And Cryptoversal Books and I, you know, we carried the show today. There were several people in the audience and I kept sending out invitations and, and wanting to get more engagement. But Cryptoversal Books was there. And so we talked a lot and Edward was there and he got to share a little bit. Um, but no, today's show was really fun and it was really interesting and it was really um, intriguing to look at how illusions can be seen and used in our writing, but then also how they're perceived. And so there was lots of really good conversation. And so um, my hat is off to Cryptoversal Books for, for all of the conversation today. It was really engaging and I really had a great time. I love the way that, uh, that the Web3 Writers Hour dovetails directly into roving with Riona. I'm so sorry that my schedule doesn't allow me to jump on there with you, but I love the fact that this is like a block of time that people who are web three writers or writers in general can like, can tune in and actually participate in discussions and education that will make their, their craft better. And I'm so appreciative of you, Riona. Like, um, it's, it's really, it's a great thing to be doing all this stuff with you. Um, one other thing that I wanted to say was it was strange on, we usually with the web three writers hour, have a lot of people, audience participation, but we had the same thing this morning. I sent out a lot of invitations and no one accepted them, but, um, but we had no problem, you know, filling in the, the gaps, I suppose. Yeah, that is definitely true. That's definitely true. And, um, I, I feel like that people, when they're new to spaces or when they just pop in, they, they don't know. Like last week, there was a girl that was like, I've never spoken before, but this seems like a safe place. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes, it is a safe place. Please come talk about your writing. And she and I have then now been talking for this whole week and sharing each other's things and, and interacting with each other. And I'm like, I love this so much. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's great to hear. It's, it's kind of like Web3 Writers Tuesdays now. Although, although there's one problem with that, which is that the page dash show doesn't come out usually for a few days after. Um, but I, I do have an announcement on that front, too, which is that, that we were talking to Finn earlier, and he's interested in deploying a, a page DAO exclusive um, you know, setup for like, like we'll have our own feed uh, through through the TerraSpaces uh, audio vault. And, and so I'm really excited about that. And, and maybe you can do the same type of thing with uh, Roving with Riona even. And, and so that'll be really exciting. Um, but while we're on the subject of social media, we've just got a couple minutes till we need to kick it over and, and you know, talk to Easy a little bit more about his stuff specifically. Um, but I wanted to bring up the literary NFT of the week. Um, and this week, I, I think I'm fine just going ahead and leading off. Uh, uh, mine is, is redlion.news. Um, th- this is a, a, a weekly periodical that's been going out for a while. They've... Uh, They've been releasing as NFTs, and they have a website, and it's so cool. Um, they, they they focus a lot on art, and uh, and and it's it's really really interesting. I, I think uh, that they've been around for about as long as anybody, and and they have a really really cool project here that, that's I think done about four hundred ETH in volume on OpenSea. Um, so, so this is like a really interesting uh, project that, that I'm kind of coming across here. Yeah, 399 ETH in total volume. And, and I don't have a specific issue, but it looks like they've they've got like over 100 different issues that are out. So, so that's pretty cool. It's a weekly periodical that, that launches on OpenSea as an NFT. Um, but I'm actually not sure if it's a one of one each week or, or, or just exactly what the what the setup is there. Um, so, so it looks like it's a it, it's a very, very different thing from from most of uh, most of what we're seeing in terms of Web three publications. I'm a big fan of Red Lion Eye. Um, you know, their their founder has brought so many people into the Web three space and brought attention to so many artists. You know, they I mean, they go way back. They're true pioneers. You know, like Vagabond is the first periodical that you can actually read on platform. You know, their their content is basically like. It's gate token gated content, um, so it's a different different sort of setup than Vagabond. But um, I mean, really inspiring periodical and inspiring publication. And I, I just I love them. Like um, I wish that I would have bought a bunch of them back in the day and subscribed as I intended. But you know, I saw it and read it and was exposed to a lot of things. And um, that's a great choice, Dylan. Thanks. Yeah, I, it's not exactly a literary NFT, but but I think I, I kind of was freed by you last week from having to choose something where like the literature is actually on chain. And, and I just do think it's like such a cool concept. But what I think the concept is, folks, is that there's a, a, an NFT each week that goes out and basically each week they drop new content on their website. And so it's like the NFT kind of gates and commemorates that content. Um, which is oddly enough, uh, back in the day when me and Easy were first kind of getting started, um, I wanted to pick Red Lion this week because Easy was our guest, and and I think that we actually looked at Red Lion and thought, you know, actually there's somebody already doing a token gated magazine website, um, and so we didn't do that, and we had to look a little bit harder and dig a little bit deeper uh, to to find our unique project that we wanted to build. Um, so big shout out to uh, to an old school inspiration, great uh, piece of clarity there, CD in terms. Of just what's on chain and what's not with uh, with this magazine. So, uh, who wants to go next? Who's got uh, who's got an NFT of the week that's just uh, burning a hole in their pocket? They have to talk about me. I do. I do. 
All right, you get it. All right. So um, I think you guys are aware that I have like a landing page on my uh, on my link tree where I have like a Web3 writers list and a Web3 publishers list. And there's a way if you're a Web3 writer to add your name to this list. And there is a new person who just added their name yesterday. And so I jump in right away and I follow them and I start retweeting stuff of theirs and commenting and helping support them. And this is who they are. It's called Shadow Watch Seasons of Shadows. It's a literary NFT illustrated novel, um, a vengeance quest, and it's set in the feudal era Japan. And really, that's all I really know about it. But they're a very new, they're very new to Twitter. They only have about 20 followers. Um, but they've jumped in and they've started interacting and added their name to this. And so if you visit, I'll put their link in the in the chat. Um, but it sounds super duper cool. And then they have um, their NFT through create.zora. Um, and so I'm just being introduced to them. And I just thought, oh, we should jump in and see how cool all of this stuff is. Oh, that sounds amazing. So uh, what what is their Twitter handle? I, I typed in Shadow Watch and I, I wasn't able to find yeah. anything right away, but I, I'm going to go follow this account right now. <laughs> yeah, it's at Season of Shadows. I think we lost Riona again. Oh, I'm here. I'm uh, here. Oh, okay. So. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I wasn't followed. Sorry, I was silent. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah. So it's at Season of Shadows. Okay. Um, CD, uh, what's your pick for the week? Um, you know, Riedel has been releasing um, releasing old books as freebies in their library, and um, they released one this this week that I, they released two this week that I really like. Uh, and Tales of Old Japan. It's interesting. It sort of like connects with what Riona just said. But Tales of Old Japan um, is a really cool book. It's it's like it's such a different sort of vibe than you might expect it to be um and i suppose uh, i'll just read it's an anthology of short stories by lord reedsdale writing under the better known name of ab mitford focused on various aspects of japanese life before the meiji restoration um and i i love japan and and you know the, for me this book is really cool and, and it's a great one to see on chain and released as a as a blockchain nft book very, very cool stuff. Hey, Easy, you're our special guest this week. Um, we, we definitely have to talk about your projects a little bit, but I, I wanted to see um, just while we're at it, do you have a literary NFT that's caught your eye in the past week or so that you'd like to share? Well, mine would have to be, uh, I think, and it's something that I collected this week, would be Riona's sent post NFT um, on the Seven Love Story. So, you know. Got to be snagging up those scent NFTs as well. Um, super stoked to hear about the season of shadows and what? Tell me again the um, the title of the one that you're describing, CD, because that sounds cool too. It's called the uh, Tales of Old Japan, and it's it's on Riedel. If you go to Riedel, they have a uh, a free public library. Essentially, you can download blockchain books um, that are um, are now free to distribute, and uh, and awesome. yeah, they're always adding new titles. It's pretty neat. That is cool. 
Um, yeah, so that would be uh, that would be my uh, literary NFT of the week. But it's great to see more and more uh, stuff popping out up there. Uh, you know, literary NFTs on more chains. Um, people, you know, working on, on more tools to to make them like we are. And uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's it's been a wild ride, as as Dylan had mentioned. Um, and yeah, the the Red Lion Eye, they're super OG. They were around, yeah, back when we first started kicking around the idea of you know. Uh, NFT books or like the kind of first idea we had would be an NFT magazine, you know, three years ago or so uh, when when me and Dylan uh, hopped on a podcast together and sort of, you know, that was kind of the beginning of of uh, this wild journey, which went through, you know, a few iterations on the uh, Libernet, uh, which kind of then formed into uh, with publishing, which then birthed PageDAO, which now we're, you know, we have uh, uh, you know, uh, a great mentor to be able to get, uh, you know, authors to easily be able to mint up their NFT books when you join the page DAO. So it's, it's been quite a ride and, uh, it's, you know, it's still exciting. Um, and I really think this year is going to be it. Uh, I think this is the, this is the year where literary NFTs finally get some, some time in the sun. Um, and with the tech, um, you know, getting better and better, um, easier to to be able to uh, bridge across chains and stuff um, like CD's doing, um, getting, you know, just getting out there as far as you can, uh, whether that's a free product or a paid product or some kind of amalgamation of being able to read it for free or purchase it to support the author. Um, you know, adding in these quests and stuff is really cool, really fun to keep engagement up. Um, I guess I'll jump into a little bit of past the pen um, because that's, you know, that's been a big part of my passion um, with PageDAO since we sort of kicked it up and came up with this idea of, uh, you know, hosting a show where we, uh, as a community, collaboratively create a story. Um, and we've had some great guests um, at Electro Labs. We came up with an amazing story, um, the Alter Pizza Thrasher Die, um, <clears throat> Chris Graves Project, where the inspiration was just a, a few photographs. Um, the Fly Frog story, uh, last one, we had Hooligan come on and, and created a, a kind of prequel to his uh, Genesis uh, hip hop NFT. Um, so a lot of kind of like, like it could go anywhere with Pass the Pen. Um, what I'm super excited about is that this year we're kind of taking things in, in a new direction and we're kind of taking Pass the Pen on the road. We're actually this week uh, on Friday, we're going to be kicking off. Uh, our newest uh, adventure um, in a Twitter space. Uh, so super stoked. It's it's going to be with Cryptoversal. We're going to be basically doing a Wordler story. So we'll get the word right there on the day and we'll start crafting ideas and characters and a little storyline. And uh, everybody that, that shows up can participate. Um, the end uh, goal kind of being that these uh, get polished up a little bit and are able to be minted um uh you know as an nft book and uh you know we've we've done some where uh it's airdropped to the participants people that uh you know participate and add some ideas can wind up you know getting a getting a copy um what was the the halloween one uh, was a pretty fun one that that we got all finished up and minted there's a few that still need to be uh, kind of put the 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 final touches on and minted up. So I'm also excited to this year get some of those stragglers minted. Um, but generally, just being able to do, like I mentioned, this year kind of going in a different direction where 
uh, generally um, throughout the past the pen, um, they would be maybe, you know, weekly, couple hour long session, anywhere from maybe running for four weeks in a row to running. I think the last one was actually like maybe eight weeks. I think we went as far as eight weeks um, with these, with the creative process. Um, and so this year, you know, we'll do, uh, we'll definitely do some longer stories, but also being able to do, uh, maybe just, a you know, a couple week thing or even a, a one show where, you know, maybe it's a, a two or three hour session, but we basically come in with an idea, um, whatever that might be, whether it's a, a, a guest artist or author or musician or project coming over with kind of a theme, um, to be able to just, you know, kind of hammer it out in one, in one setting, um, to be able to maybe do some sort of poetry anthology. Um, me and Riona were getting pretty deep down the rabbit hole, being able to do a kind of the pen style multi choose your own adventure book, which is one of the very first ideas me and Dylan got excited about on that podcast, uh, way back in the day. So, uh, I'm super hyped for uh, Pass the Pen this year. And, um, you know, besides the, the literary creation side of things, um, there's also artwork. So, you know, for an example, the cover art, that could also be created live uh, during these Pass the Pens, whether that's using AI to feed inputs, um, you know, and come up with something that, that fits the theme, or if people are doing, you know, kind of live uh, sketching, or painting, or whatever it is, um, you know, theme songs or things like this. Uh, it's really just a great, very open creative process. Um, and then some of those can also lead to, uh, you know, uh, maybe a uh, radio show style readings or uh, audiobooks and things like that. So a lot can be done with Past the Pen. No doubt. Well, man, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to show up and, and you know, kind of facilitate this uh, creative space with Pass the Pin. I've made an effort over the years to to be, uh, you know, something of a co-host, and, and it's gotten better sometimes than others. Um, but I do want to go ahead and just offer straight up to uh, to, to, you know, help with, with any sort of formatting, layout, editing, minting. Uh, that we need to do. And, and perhaps, um, perhaps one thing that we could look at, you know, would be to, to kind of go through our back catalog of things that we've completed um, and, and see about, you know, finding a way to release these things on chain and just, just kind of launch them all. Because I, I think the only thing from past the pin that I've minted at this point is, uh, is that really weird story about that dude that has that dream um pizzas all the way down <laughs> oh yeah yes dude pizza, that was a super fun one that i think that was the one that got us kicked off on kind of having pizza run through multiple stories and um you know it went even deeper with the with the bit electro ultra pizza thrasher die and then it it made its way into the fly frogs story as well so it's really fun having that kind of deep lore that pops up in these different stories and ties them together. But yes, I think uh, that one's been minted. And then the zombie verse, the zombie verse was also, um, you know, fully, fully completed. But yeah, we have a few that really, uh, and yeah, I, I appreciate the offer. And we should just, yeah, we should, we should be able to, you know, take a look at one of these, hop on a call, kind of strategize where there needs to be a little cleanup. If it still needs a graphic, maybe we'll reach out to someone, but it would be great to just get these out there whether they're 
uh, you know, and, and drop them to people that we know participate and then maybe just put them out there for like a buck or something, you know, just fun little story to grab and, and, uh, uh, you know, experience what some, uh, real crazy co-collaboration is, is creating these days. Ah, man, that sounds so good. That sounds so good. Well, um, folks, we, we didn't start until about, uh, five or 10 after the hour and, and we had some technical issues. So, so I think we can probably stick around for another three, maybe eight minutes or so. Um, and, and so, so for this time, I, I think what we should do CD, um, Rihanna, if, if you guys have questions for easy ideas about pass the pen, we should shoot those off right quick. And then I, I have one more thing to maybe take us through, uh, at, at the end, uh, once we've kind of finished up our conversation here. I've got to uh, I've got to jump off the call, but um, it's been a great time and easy. The the zombie one was I think my it was the first major thing that I participated in with uh, with past the pin. So it, it holds a fond place and in my virtual Web three bookshelf. I love it and um, so this has been so fun. It's always so nice to catch up with you guys. I hope you have the rest great rest of the week and um, please continue on and aloha. 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 Aloha to CD. I, I can't believe I forgot that he has to leave right at the hour. <laughs> I, I do that every single week. Um, all right. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Well, um, Rihanna, do you, do you have anything for Easy right quick? I do. I do. And so, um, one, it was super fun brainstorming last Friday on all of the stuff that we talked about. But then what's the plan definitively for this coming week for Pass the Pin? So since last week, we did have a little hiccup in, in our um, prearranged plans, and it was it was super fun. We just basically, me and Rihanna, got a like hour to just hang out, talk about different cool ways of collaborating and pass the pen. And then Trislet jumped in at the end. So it was just a great brainstorm session. But this week, the plan is basically what the plan was for last week. So we'll have uh, Cryptoversal as our you know guest uh, co-host. And of course, it's always way more fun with the more people we have so of course anybody from you know the page dow crew and family is totally welcome to come up and you know co-host along with us and, and help kind of draw in more people it seems like if there's uh you know four or five people kind of up on the stage it it kind of makes it more comfortable for like people maybe for their first or second time to to offer something versus if there's just kind of two or three people up there um, so, yeah, everybody's welcome to, to come up and, and totally participate. Um, but, yeah, so Friday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, and we'll get a, a tweet crafted and probably get that out tomorrow. Um, we, will, we will launch the, uh, the Pass the Pen for Twitter Spaces. And also, uh, we're going to try running the audio from that into the Token Smart Discord. So that'll stream to there and people will be able to, if they're not comfortable getting up on a Twitter space stage and, and speaking, um, they could go to the Token Smart Discord and type something in the chat and all kind of have an eye on that as well. So we can incorporate both basically spaces and uh, Discord into, into the past the pen. Um, and then possibly uh, in other instances we might do the reverse and hold kind of the the main aspect of the show in a discord but stream that to a twitter spaces with a uh, linked tweet um with a link to that discord so if somebody wanted to come in and really participate 
uh, versus just kind of listening in while you're maybe kind of doing some chores. Uh, they could do that as well. So it'll be interesting this year to kind of mix things up a bit, a little bit, and add in, uh, you know, an extra platform or you know an extra way for people to listen in and participate. That sounds amazing. I'm so excited. Yay! 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 <laughs> yeah, it'll be a fun one for sure. When yeah. you've got Cryptoversal word of master coming on, and you know, of course. Uh, we usually get, uh, you know, at least a couple other kind of page DAO uh, family members in. And uh, it, yeah, it's always just so much fun. You never know where it's going to go. Um, it's, it's just a blast. And then we, you know, at the, at the end of the day or the end of the, you know, maybe second uh, session, you have some really cool story. And then like we were talking about uh, with Dylan, we get it kind of polished up, uh, maybe an image for that cover. And we send it out into the uh, NFT verse, and I and I'm really, really would like to do more of uh, readings too. So after we finish something, uh, to do a nice reading, and that can also involve uh, giving people parts, so different people could read different characters, and we can do kind of a, a more of a um, like old style radio show reading. We did one with Pass the Pen, or we did one uh, with. Um, um, Eric Stowe uh, last year in Token Smart that was really fun. Um, and that was sort of uh, around uh, when we were kind of peak past the pen. We we're bringing a, a lot of people were coming and participating. So I think this year it's going to pick back up and we'll have a lot of fun stories to create. Awesome. Well, y'all, um, it's getting to be about that time. I, I know I said one more thing, but actually, let's let's just uh, let, let's do that privately. I'll, I'll just DM you easy. I've, I've got some things to uh, chat with you about, but. I think from everybody, it's been an absolutely lovely week of the Page Dow show, and there's just more going on than we could possibly keep up with. But I think I have some notes that'll be ready to hopefully go in the, when the show drops. And so hopefully it'll do so with a medium link and people can go and just uh, click through the various different things that we talked about. Um, I did want to bring up a new social media thing, but I, I think maybe it's best to just wait till next week. And, and so let's just uh, kind of push that down the line just a little bit. And folks, uh, from everybody here at PageDAO, I guess it's time to say the thing we say at the end of the show every week, huh? Peace. Peace, love, and whippy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Much love, y'all. See you soon. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The PageDAO Show, episode 17, hosted by Epic Dylan, Riona Morgan, and C.D. Demacio. With today's special guest, EasyInCrypto.eth. Recorded on Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up. And
but do the math on that Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody wanna rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base state blessed. See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties, these sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist. Can't say they're making pennies, pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue. Another day, another lesson Living in the eighth dimension Might be worth a little mention Living in the Great Depression Got a real regal feel Reeling in another sucker fish Out to make a deal Just to make a motherfucker wish Aw shit, now you only got two left You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends You know what I miss? Listening to excuses Now we're on the fence Like we forgot how to choose That's what happens When people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom Just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog Like a fake mate and call at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music